Here are three simple steps to think about if you're looking to increase your marketing or lead generation. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. Hey, Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. For those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo. I'm the owner of Mojo Human Performance Institute, where we focus on business, mindset, and lifestyle hacking for Driven Mofos. The reason why I do these episodes is that most people waste their life, and I just don't want you to be one of them. Okay, let's talk about marketing and three things that I spoke about uh, the other day with, oh, actually, I didn't speak about it. I was working with a marketer that I've been getting some mentoring from. Normally, when I don't know something, I just go to people who are way smarter than I am and go, look, teach me what you know. And I'll just ask them what I need to pay. And then I pay them and I get it done. I feel like that's probably the shortcut that has allowed me to excel in a lot of different fields. And I think that it's the thing that stops many people excelling in different fields. So when people have mindset problems, they don't go and work with a mindset coach. When they have health problems, they don't go and work with a health coach or they don't work with a personal trainer or they go, I'll figure it out myself. And then they end up wasting 10 times the amount of time, maybe even a hundred times the amount of time doing something that's average that then gets some average results because they just don't go to the people who can really help them. And I don't know why that is. I think that you know, there's a natural tendency in our society to think that everything's a scam or to not know what to do, or, you know, I'm not going to get the results that I want. But the other thing is that if you're listening to this and you, you think like that, then be a little bit more intelligent in a way about the results that you are committing to and the, the results that the person you're working with is committing to. If they say, you know, you're going to lose 10 kilos in 12 weeks and you don't say, where's my fucking money? Give my money back and put things in place. I did this for many, many years where I paid marketers, a lot of different marketing teams to produce results that didn't, and I let them get away with it. And so that didn't hold them accountable. All it did was I suffered because of it. So now I've learned that when I'm using vendors, I discuss outcomes and results up front and say, can you do this? If not, then I won't work with you. Or if not, maybe let's try something out. And if there's an upside, you get part of the upside. If there's a downside, then you've got to wear part of the downside as well. And so it comes up with a certain agreement. But anyway, I was working with this marketer last week and we're just having a bit of a chat. And he said something that was really, really cool that I wanted to share. And he just said, marketing is really, really simple. It's just three steps. It's essentially creating interest, creating a desire, and then creating an action. So I'll read those again. It's creating interest, creating a desire, and then creating an action. And I thought that's just such a simple way of breaking down things like Facebook ads, or it could be Google marketing, or it could be even email marketing. Because if you're writing an email and you want to generate more sales, or you want to generate people to hop on a call, or you want to generate people to, you know, take some form of action, the interest has to be there. And a lot of the time, you know, I get spammed emailed quite a lot. I get spammed phone called a lot. I get, you know, I'm, I'm quite interested as well in how other people do what they do. So I get a lot of these emails, a lot of this spam shit that comes I probably spam some of you as well. But what I notice is that the best emails that get through always spark an interest up front. They have a really good hook to start with that then hooks me in and creates this sort of interest of, oh, what's this? And so it might create the hook may be interesting. It may be something that's entertaining. The media do it really, really well where they use like tragedy at home and that naturally makes people want to look. And so because of that, they've already got you in. They've, they've got the first part of the process done. They've got your interest. And so in a lot of marketing, they call that the hook. It's the thing that grabs people and pulls them in. Then the second step was now you've got to create the desire. So how do we then start to communicate with a person to make them go, I want this? Now, there are lots of different 
different ways that you can do that in marketing. It can be through either email copy or copywriting. And so if you look at people like Russell Brunson, he's written some really great books on marketing, uh, expertsecrets.com secrets. His stuff is really, really great because he breaks it down into such a simple way where he'll talk about a hook, a story, then the offer or the call to action. And so the hook grabs someone's attention, pulls them in. And then from there, the story then works through a desire or helps them overcome a problem or something like that, where the person then can get out of their own way so that then they can take the final action. Now, marketing isn't as simple as what I'm, I guess I'm going through or going to go through in like a, you know, 10 minute podcast, but it'll give you something to think about that really, if you follow that step of creating interest and then sparking that desire in the person, whether by showing an amazing lifestyle or the dream outcome, or it could be talking about a real pain point and a problem and how you've overcome it or how someone else has overcome it. What that'll do is then that sparks the desire. And then from there, you can finally then create the action step, which is normally called a call to action or a CTA. And so then you can direct someone in a different direction. But I just thought I would share this because there are a lot of people who I guess message me in the community and say, hey, what should I do with my marketing? Or I'm not generating leads or I'm just not getting my information out there enough or I don't have as many followers as I want. And I'll normally try to work with them through and give them some like dot points on just how, how they can help. There's a lot that comes involved in marketing because depends whether you're doing Facebook marketing, whether you're doing email marketing, whether you're doing Google AdWords, there are so many different strategies out there and it's really important to figure out which one's gonna work for your business. But I just think that a lot of businesses do this so bad. I look quite regularly because I get Facebook ads that pop up on my page and I know that we have a lot of tradies who come into our events like Odyssey. And these are trade-based businesses where you know it was one person who was really highly skilled at what they do. Then they got a lot of work and then thought, shit, I need to hire someone. So then they hired their first other tradie. Then after a while they go, crap, I, I now need to hire another. And so they, they might have two or three other tradies. Then what will happen is they realize that they're really shitty at management. They don't have processes. There's normally cash flow issues as well as the business starts to grow because they haven't set up the cash flow management systems or the accounting softwares. And so it just starts to bring up more and more and more problems. Now, marketing is normally a huge problem that they have. And so like I, I go and look at these other Facebook pages. I guess that's where I was getting at. I go and look at other trade-based businesses, social media pages, their websites, and I break them down and they are so bad. And they're so bad because the first thing that happens is that it sparks no interest. When you go and have a look at a lot of their Facebook pages, let's say they have 200 followers. Those 200 followers are normally friends, family, and past clients. Maybe that's it. And a couple of other people who just sort of click on stuff because they got some nice pictures on there or whatever. But very rarely are they normally gonna drive a lot of traffic from their page to lead generation. And it's because the page is boring. It's the same stuff, right? The electrician just posts pictures of a fucking light fitting and a couple of switches and a new circuit board. A customer's not gonna froth over that. That's not what that's not what a customer's buying. When you have a look, the majority of people that buy in a household are females. So, uh, and this is, it's quite interesting if you look at uh, interviews from Jordan Peterson, where they say, you know, there's a male dominated industries and things like that. And he had an amazing comeback. He said, the majority of buying decisions in any household come from the female. And so when someone's looking to hire an electrician or hire a plumber, it will normally go through the female, not all the time, but the majority of the time it does. So I know in our relationship, Jess will make those majority of the buying decisions in the majority of cases. Every now and again, I do something crazy like go and buy a supercar, but the majority of the, the buying decisions are Jess. In fact, she bought our house without me even seeing it. She just said, here's what I think, here's what I want. I've checked out everything, I've done it all. And I said, if it's what, if it's what you think it's right, go for it. And so she bought our house without me, me was sight unseen. I don't know that that's always an intelligent thing to do, but I trust her. So anyway, when you have a look at it, if you're an electrician and you're paste, posting pictures of how pretty a circuit board is, are you trying to impress other electricians or are you trying to impress Jane who is the ideal customer who's going to make the buying decision to hire an electrician to put a new light fitting in? Who are you trying to impress? And then what's the end outcome or the desire? 
Does Jane want cleanliness? So does she want to see pictures of how clean you guys are? Does she want to feel comfortable because instead of having 15 pictures of light fittings, does she want to see the five people who work in your business and like, hey, this is Bob. Bob is our highly qualified electrician. Here's some of his work. Hey, Bob, how's your day going? And they have a chat because then she's going to feel comfortable with Bob coming into her house. There are so many things that businesses could do which would massively increase their marketing that they just don't do. The majority of the time, the probably the biggest number one problem that the majority of businesses do not do with marketing is they don't think about the customer. They think about themselves. And so for Bob the electrician, Bob goes, ah, I like a nice clean circuit board. Therefore, I'm going to post a picture of how clean our work is. As in, look at these amazing wires that go into the back of this amazing board with all these nice, beautiful wires and shit. Now, Jane doesn't give a fuck about that. Jane wants to know that when she turns on her light switch that they're going to work and that her light fitting is done properly and that it's not going to fall out of the roof and it's not going to, you know, she's not going to have a dodgy tradie and the electrical is not going to set fire to the house. All of those things Jane wants to know. But Jane doesn't get to see that. She sees a circuit board which is boring as shit to her. So the majority of people don't think about their ideal customer and what their customer's actually wanting. What's the end outcome? What's the result? What's their fears? What are their concerns? How do we deal with their fears? How do we deal with their concerns? Imagine Bob writing a post on his Facebook page, which was like, hey, I know that one of the main concerns that our cus- that customers express is that they don't want you know, their house to, to dirt and shit in their house. So therefore we are highly respectable. We'll take off our shoes when we come inside. And so you're slowly writing a list. This is what everybody should do, by the way. If you're a business owner, write a list of every problem in your customer's mind. What's the things that they say consistently? In fact, I keep a list of every question that I get asked in every one of our Q&As. I don't keep track of who asked them, but I keep track of all the questions that get asked. How do I mark it? I'm stressed. I'm frustrated. How do I deal with this? You know, my husband says this. My wife says this. I want to come and do your events, but... You know, my partner doesn't want me to do this. So every one of those I keep lists of because that's all content. I can then go out there and solve all those problems. I can talk about those topics. And because of that, now I've got a social media posting strategy. I can also write emails on that stuff, which then can help conversions. I can then go and use that in our copy on our website, although our website hasn't been updated for years. So please don't go and check out our website. But 99.9% of our customers don't come from our website. They come from social media, hence why I push so much on that. So you want to be thinking about these things when you are using social media. But anyway, those three steps will help massively. Go through, have a bit of a think about it. Is everything you're doing in marketing creating interest? Is it creating a desire? And does it does it cause people to take action? Having There's no point in having a Facebook page if it doesn't create action. There's no point in having a website if people look at it and then go away and don't do anything. The goal of all marketing is to create or move someone in a pipeline. And a lot of people miss that. I see this happen so often when, when business owners hire marketing agencies. And a marketing agency will say things like, we've grown by an extra 300 followers. Well, who cares? I don't care. When someone comes to me and they say, I've got an extra 300 followers, Followers, who gives a shit? I know people online who have over a million followers and I would out earn them 10 to one on my social media platform. So would you rather have money in the bank and would you rather have customers that you're servicing or would you rather just have more likes for, for whatever insecurity that that serves? And there's just so many people out there. The influencer market is based on it. You know, I've got a million followers on Instagram. I had a dude only a while, uh, about six months ago, who I ended up kicking out of our community because he had, when I first met him, he was like, I've got over a million followers this, I'm crushing it in business. When I started working with him, 
he had over a million followers. He wasn't making any money and he didn't pay us what he said he was going to pay us to work with us. And so I just said, mate, go, go and do your own thing. Yeah, online, he's telling everyone how much he's crushing it. But it was just because his whole strategy was wrapped up in followers. It wasn't wrapped up in monetization. So he didn't really have a business. He had a hobby and he had a fun fucking project that he wasted most of his life on. And the majority of influencers out there are exactly like that. They get a free hat or a free t-shirt or some free cosmetics for... 20 hours worth of work a week, I don't know whether it's worth it. You know, I'd much prefer to put that into something that's that's meaningful and makes me good good cash flow so that then you can keep putting money back in your business and keep growing it. So anyway, Driven Mofos, I hope this conversation helps. Please get out there, make sure you're implementing this stuff. For those of you who haven't jumped across to our Facebook group, it's called the No BS Business Hacks for Driven Mofos. If you just go to Facebook and you type in No BS Business Hacks, you can join up for free. I drop content in there every day. In fact, I'm about to drop a whole bunch of stuff in there over the next couple of weeks. I've got my team working on it, my video editors working on it. So there's going to be a whole bunch of uh, free resources that I'm dropping in there. I've already done a heap of videos. We do Focus Fridays where we do a one hour work sprint where you can join up for free and we all work together for one hour flat out with no distractions. And I go through a very specific way of doing work sprints. Your productivity will blow through the roof. So you can join that. And then every other day I'm dropping content in there as well. So anyway, I look forward to seeing you in that group. Also, for those of you out there who have been hitting the five-star reviews, I really appreciate it. It's been absolutely awesome having a lot of you reach out, having a chat to me. But also as well, it really makes a difference when you rate our podcast and also write a review. Uh, You can only write a review on the Apple Podcast app but I really do appreciate it because I read through them, I screenshot them and send them to my team as well and let them know what a good job that they're doing as well. It does make a massive difference. And also for other people out there who are giving us five-star reviews, it's helping a lot. It helps us to get out there to more people and to share this information. And um, like I said, we're going through some tough economic times or it looks like it at the moment. I wish that I could get this information out to more people. So the more people who share it, the more people who rate and review it and like it, the better it is for everybody because the more people I can get out there and help. So anyway, Driven Mofos, have an awesome day. Keep kicking ass. And remember, never underestimate the dream. Take care, Driven Mofos.